There's only ever two you meet. One who keeps things nice and neat. Silence is their quiet treat. And under every rug they sweep, steering clear of conflict's heat. Then there is a different beast, marching to a savage beat. Takes a sour with the sweet, never takes the path of least. Company that few can keep, followers left in dusty heaps. Take the old way and break it, beat it. These ones leave the rules in pieces. The next generation Ford Ranger Raptor. Coming soon. Are you taking the tissue test? Yep, and my teeth are yellow. I mean, I knew they weren't perfect, but ugh. Oh well, all hope is lost. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly my whitening toothpaste is not cutting it. Time for white strips. Crest Glamour's white white strips are the only ADA accepted whitening strips proven to be safe and effective. They work below the enamel surface to whiten 25 times better than a leading whitening toothpaste. Hey, nice smile. Thanks. I crushed the tissue test. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Crest, healthy, beautiful smiles for Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Women Who Rock With Success, which is an award-winning show for professional women. We profile a collective of amazing women who are thriving to build their brand. Women are handpicked in various fields who can provide credible information to build your business and lifestyle. We are live each Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, followed by our latest brand, Women Who Rock Investigates. To learn more about us, go to our website at www.womenwhorockwithsuccess.com. Now, let's join our podcast host in the studio, Mrs. Diane Winbush. Women Who Rock With Success complies with the rules and terms according to the Federal Communications Commission podcast guidelines. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are their own and their appearance on our digital media platforms does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. All guests who embrace our media stations are experts who are licensed in their fields of occupation. All rights reserved. And good morning, and welcome to our second episode of Women Who Rock With Success Today. And we thank you so much for tuning back in with us. And on our second episode, we're going to be talking about um, wellness, and then we um, have a, a coach that's in the studio, uh, Dr. Victor Penzo, that's going to be talking with us and sharing some information in regards to that. And then just give us a few minutes, and we'll be right back after this. And good morning, and our guest has arrived in the studio. And so we will today be talking about wellness and the strategic um, elements of wellness. So good morning, Dr. Monzo, and welcome to the show this morning. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about you 
And I guess um, why uh, wellness was a specific um, uh, critique for you to be able to help individuals um, in regards to wellness. So tell us a little bit about you and how you kind of, I guess, kind of came to um, to the point that uh, I want to help others in wellness. Yeah, it was. A, it started at an early age. I was um, my mom's a fitness instructor and yoga instructor, and okay. so all my life I got to see um, what I thought health well, health was, which was working out, supplements, eating right, um, juices, and all these other things. And so mm-hmm. by the time I was 13 years old, um, since I was always called a husky kid, I had to go get the literally my my pant size was literally it was called husky. Um, yeah. And my mom always used to say I had like a natural belly. Came a point in my life where I was like, okay, enough of this natural belly stuff. I want to have a six pack. So, okay. uh, long story short, she showed me what that was, or you know, started to, you know, started to ask questions, and you know, I started working out and all this other stuff. And uh, by 15, I was able to. I had that six pack a little bit, and at 16, I started studying nutrition. But it, it wasn't until 19 years old where I ended up this model that I thought what health was wasn't working. Because I went, I went away to school at Arizona State. And I played rugby for their club team, and what ended up happening was, is every month I was getting um, having issues with my health in some way, maybe by digestion or some sensitivity to light. But it wasn't like just one thing; it was that plus. It was that plus. So it kept adding. And after okay. a year, um, I looked at, you know, told my mom, I think I might have a blood disorder or something. I need to go to a medical doctor. And when I right. came back home for the summer couple days before that she said let's go see a, a, a chiropractor so that was the pinnacle, pinnacle change in my life because from there I realized that health health was not just working out eating right I learned this whole thing of what chiropractic firsthand did for me and how it changed my life and got me in the best shape of my life four months later um, but from that moment that's where I started to look at wellness is not a one-way street health is not uh, it's not a treatment-based model we don't do this for this it is health and health only that we focus on. So I started to want to learn, okay, well, eating right and nutrition is part of the puzzle. Chiropractic is a huge part of the puzzle. What else is there? And that was my journey into wellness, to study and learn the other elements to how do we create the support the body to thrive rather than uh, just do one or two and hope for it. Okay, 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 that's great. And so... Um... I guess the next question would be, so how do you impact others? How do you impact others in regards to wellness? And what are some of the takeaways that you um, expect from, uh, you know, your, your, um, your, your clients as to what they should be receiving from you, from your services? Yeah. So, I mean, it was the chiropractic side of it all. But then now, currently, um, I look at things that, what are some of the issues that we have to address, right? There's only two causes to diseases, which is a deficiency of some sort or a toxicity of some sort. Um, and it's usually a, and when we look at it from that perspective, then we can, then we can look and see, do we have to decrease an individual's toxic load? Do we have to support deficiencies, which is, could be eating, it could be consuming foods, it could be movement, it could be the nervous system, which I'll give recommendations to because, uh, and, um, you know, sleep is another one, um, mental, emotional health. So that's the kind of approach we go with. And then how do we support the body? Your body's designed to be healthy. Um, genetically, we know that for sure. And, but the problem is our environment dictates our genes and what they should be producing and how they should be producing. So we have to look then and say, okay, well, what are the things we can do to help support the body? And there's basic elements 
that are needed. Um, and once we start to address those basic elements, most of the time problems will start to resolve themselves because we're not focusing on something specific. We're focusing on how to improve the overall health of the body, which is wellness, because wellness is not a, a treatment-based model. Um, holistic, a holistic model means that it's, it's how do we just improve the overall, the overall system as a whole rather than focusing mm-hmm. on its part. And so that's okay. why treatments can't, they're, that's focusing on a part rather than the whole of the system. And right. so that's kind of because the approach we of, take, and then from, from that it helps make changes. Sorry. You, no, no, you, you're fine, you're fine. Because a lot of times, <laughs> uh, uh, Dr. Monzo, a lot of times we think, all of us do now, I'm, I'm guilty of this too, when we hear about the word wellness, and, you know, you were calling out all of the, you were stating all of the elements it, it, it comes with, it consists of, you know, sleeping, it consists of, you know, making sure you exercise and make sure you eat right. You know what the first thing we think about is we see um, Jenny Craig uh, commercials or we see something in regards to uh, different other um, 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 health initiatives that we see. We think that's wellness. We think it's just due to exercise or dieting. But I guess um, wellness, you know, as you explained it, it will cover more than just a physical thing. It, it you know, perhaps maybe cover you know, mental things, uh, maybe, you know, recovery, emotional things. But the most important thing about it is making sure that they all sink in together. We have to keep it all up. We have to keep the good sleeping. We have to keep the exercise up. We have to keep the, the other types of motivation up. And so I guess that's, you know, important as to knowing, I guess, what wellness is. It's a full package, I guess, of the body, mind, and spirit, I guess, if I could ask that question, too. It is 100%. It's okay. because the body is one thing. The mind is, is even a bigger thing. But then there's the, there's the soul <laughs> of the spirit. And when we're, when we're vibrating or we're, we're focusing on being or showing up as our best version, uh, you're really hitting all three. All of them can work better together and you can express more. I mean, when you're just showing up having more energy and better mental clarity, your whole life changes. Okay. It's not okay. just going to be one okay. thing. It's going to be a, pri- a whole list of stuff that's going to play a role on that. Right, right. Okay, and so um, as I'm looking here, it's, it says the road to greatness. So tell us a little bit about that and how the individual can be able to achieve it. We know that they're supposed to, or we supposed to, all of us do. I just got through eating some brownies with some walnuts in it, so it may not be the good breakfast meal or best breakfast target item to be able to eat but um when, when you want your clients to have a a a sense of a road to greatness what compels what what is considered in all of that is a road to greatness is that means that the individual has to maintain and stay on this path that they choose in order for a healthy wellness in order to be able to um, um i guess live out the road to greatness Yeah, it's one of the things where, you know, it's looking at it, making it a lifestyle, right? Because there's so many things that okay. to uh, achieve that level, it's, it's incorporating little things at a time and doing certain micro changes. Like so many times people get so fixated just on a diet. And I'm always like, you know, diets may work, but I'm not a fan of diets. Um, okay. You know, because some of them, some people process things different than others. And thankfully, technology has caught up to where we can actually answer those questions now, where... Um, how does your body process, you know, proteins, carbs, and and, and uh, uh, fats compared to someone else? Because knowing that alone can tell you what kind of food you should be eating and not eating. 
um, and that plays a role to specific, you know, individual recommendations for you. I'm very big into customizing um, because and being individual because it's one of the things that are, there's no humans, two humans alike. You know, one may work for one, one may not work for another. You know, and a lot of times in the health world, we think we have it all figured out. You know, oh, this is how it is. Like, like okay. I, in the, the, the groups that I've been a part of through as a chiropractor, keto is the best way to go. High fat diets are absolutely amazing for your health. And it's the most, it's the, the ancestral diet, the hunter gatherer diet. So those types of diets are like mm-hmm. the way we should be. Some people are not even pushing mm-hmm. carnivore diet. And right. the, the problem I have with that is, is because, for example, like myself, I'm not a small guy. I'm 250 pounds. I'm six foot. I'm not overweight. It seems like I'm overweight, but it's, there's a lot of muscle mass I have. But okay. <laughs> the problem with me is, is if I go and do keto or do those types of diets, it's actually detrimental to my health. It's actually not a benefit okay. because my body absorbs okay. 48% more fat than it should be. If I didn't know that information, 10, 15, 20 years down the road, I probably have cardiac issues, heart issues. Even though I work out great, okay. get adjusted well, sleep well, mindset, mental, emotional components, all that are doing great, I would have had other issues that would have been showing up and it would have been a shocking experience for me. But since I know that, and I know that my body likes to have more carbs, so then I just choose more I, I modify it to be that way. And when you start to do things like that, you can really start to shift gears. And it can lead to that path of, of, you know, where you're really shining your best. And you don't, and the thing too is we get so fixated, like you can have the brownie with walnuts, just look at how the brownies were made. <laughs> right? You can do it in moderation. Yeah, absolutely. We don't have to, like, I, right. like some people go, you must have, I used to be so, you have to, I used to be two sides of this. I used to be so extreme, right? I don't think I had sweets for like two years. No sugar. I was just so strict about that. No carbs, no sugar. Wow. I was just very straight keto, um, and I was disciplined. I did not, I did not make a mistake. But what I would do is, <clears throat> I would make my own ice cream, to where it was like from made from coconut milk. I would sweeten it with stevia or some of those things, and put make it all mm-hmm. healthy like. And that was great. Mm-hmm. I, mean, mm-hmm. I was still able to have that. And it was healthy though. Okay. But then there came a point in my life where I'm just like, you know, so you got to also like for me it was like. I'll, I'll I'll still have I have cheat days, but they're not like compared. I won't go and have like a box of Oreo cookies, but I will once in a while. I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna have I have a taste for you know Newman's or organic and whatever, and I want to have that with some mm-hmm. some nice coconut milk. So I'm just gonna have those with that, and that's my little treat for today. And I can I can I can still savor that sweetness that I like to enjoy once in a while. Um, okay. But it doesn't have but have and another thing too is like there's there's polar opposites. There's brownies that are horrible for you and all this other garbage in there. But there are other ones that you can make that are actually not bad. I'm not going to say they're healthy, right. but I would say they're healthier because yeah. right, you have sugar in them and you have all these things you have to put in. But there's ways yeah. you can modify yeah. that to make okay. it somewhat be beneficial for you. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Does that help that a little bit? And that, and that helps a entire lot. It does. It helps a whole lot. So now we want to uh, switch segments uh, real quick. And so we want to get uh, to the to the part where – Again, you deal with individuals with life challenges. You uh, can can be considered also. I know you're a, a, a psychologist or what have you, uh, but you also deal with individuals mentally, uh, that, which comes with that occupation as well. So we want to go to the, the the part where we talk about life, and so we want to um, um, get down to some of the mindset as to why sometimes now now look, Doctor Monzo, we know all of us have this COVID nineteen being you know. Ordered in the house, it can't go anywhere. Ten people to the to the um, to a specific closed-in area. Uh, people couldn't go nowhere but just work and what have you, and go back home. It was a lot of challenges that families 
individuals suffered through the COVID-19 area, and, and I'm pretty sure that um, that there were a lot of psychiatrists, psychologists um, that perhaps maybe worked overtime during this period and probably still do. And so we want to talk about that a little bit as to how when crises come up, how we need to kind of maybe sometimes maybe be still. I know we got a lack of war that's kind of going on too. Everybody's kind of up in the air with that with Ukraine and as well. And so sometimes life challenges will come and they will go. And sometimes things come to make people fear, let's be honest, and some things uh, may come just unexpected. So we want to talk about that a little bit as well because I think that is very, very important um, when it comes to wellness, wellness of the mind, wellness of the brain, wellness of our life, our daily life activities. And so we want to kind of define a little bit is why the why is the mindset the end all to be all? Why is the mindset so set like that? Because um, like when the COVID hits, um, I'm not for sure if I went berserk, but it was a concern to me. And um, it was a concern. I've never been on a lockdown before. I've never been in an issue where I had to go and have a mask on or stand six feet away from a person or was, you know, treated like I was a prisoner in a country where everybody had to share the same exact rule. So talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, mindset is everything because it's one of those things that's how you see the world. Um, it's our vision. It's our lens. And when you're in that kind of a state, how you see things is what it's going to be. Those are just some spiritual truths. But quantum physics has shown that also because how we see something based on the, on the observer, observer effect, um, it has shown that how we see something is what's going to show up. Like how our consciousness looks at something is going to actually alter and change the material world to show up in that way. And so it's kind of fascinating the power behind that. And so how we see, you know, how we saw COVID. Each, you know, everyone, you know, if you looked at the standard narrative, everybody was freaking out about COVID and because of what the media was sharing and all this stuff that the fear they're throwing out there. But, you know, there was a whole other group of people that they had no fear whatsoever. I was one of those. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things okay. where because and now some people say, well, how did you know? You didn't know what the virus was. No, but I understand how viruses work, right? I understand the world because I, I understand how viruses work in a way. And I understand the immune system. I understand how our bodies work and all these other things. But when it comes to our lives, right, from a mindset perspective, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. when we how we see it is what it's going to be. Now, why is that so important? Well, mindset's everything, like we said earlier. Well, how is that true? Right. Perception, how we perceive okay. something in our environment, doesn't matter if it's factual or not, your brain doesn't care about that. So understand that principle. Okay. Your brain can't tell the okay. difference of what you think is real and what isn't. Okay? So you can make up with something okay. in your head, and your brain's going to think it's real. You can see it in your world, okay. and you're going you're to think it's real. There's no difference between those two. So I want to be really clear with that because this is going to be a game changer on something. So how okay. you perceive something is going to actually wow. change and tell your it's going to tell your DNA what to produce to respond, but also it can even change the way your DNA is written to respond to wow. how you're perceiving something. So here's an example. Mm-hmm. If you fear something, your DNA is going to have your, your the nervous system is what's in between the two, right? So you have your environment, then you have your nervous system, and then you have mm-hmm. um, what the DNA is going to respond to. So nervous system tells the DNA mm-hmm. what to do. So if right. you perceive fear then the nervous system picks up on the fear. It's going to fire up the nervous system. The nervous system is going to react to the sympathetic part of your nervous system to fire up. 
Then from there, your pro, the, the DNA now has to produce proteins, right? It's being told, hey, we have fear. Go to the fear protocol. There it is. That's the proteins we need. Go ahead and make those for us. Done deal. Now you're going to create those types of proteins within the body, and that's going to be related to fear. That's why when we're in a state of fear, um, our immune system drops and so much more. Um, so, And that's just from a perception. I'm not saying it's true or not. So what does that mean? Right. That means that you can have a lie in front of you, and you can have a fear response happen that way. Or right. you can imagine a lion in your head and have the exact same response. Or watch a movie and have the exact same response with a lion. And I think the new one just came. I just saw one called The Beast or something. So, um, But long story short, that's how powerful <laughs> the mind is. So if you perceive yourself not to be right. healthy, you don't, you don't perceive okay. yourself to be empowered, you don't perceive that your body can do X, Y, Z, or whatever it may be, then... You're okay. going to create the opposite of that, and the body's going to respond in that way, and that's going to be your reality. So <clears throat> coming back to that statement, I said how I, me, me and other people weren't afraid of COVID in that way is because, again, what was our perception of it? It's a virus. Viruses yeah. have to follow certain yeah. laws just yeah. like anything else, right? right. Are there things – and now right. there's another thing. Why, why did I get affected as much? Well, I know for a fact that if there is some sort of virus or some sort of a disease out in the world, there have to be a cure also. Because, or a remedy for it. I want to say a cure. Let's use the word remedy. And the reason why that's so true is because that's the law of polarity. You can't have hot without cold. You can't have up without down. You can't have a disease without without, without the healing element to it. Knowing that changes everything. Now you can't be afraid of anything because you know that's out there. Now some people say, well, how do you know if what works and what doesn't work? Well, again, there's principles and laws of how the body works. And one of them is mindset. Right? If you just didn't buy into the fear, right. your immune system's gonna be a lot higher. Right. You're not gonna attract things okay. into your life as much. Okay? And then right. there's other principles, right? I said that there's certain things in the body that supports it to be healthy. If you practice those okay. principles, I am not saying that you can't get something or you're not gonna experience something. That is not what I'm saying. But when you okay. give the body what it needs, what it's going to happen is if it deals with something, like COVID being around, <clears throat> what ends up happening is if you do end up getting it, you're going to be fine with it. Just like majority of people that okay. have been. What, because what happens is your immune system's up high enough to where it can handle it. It mm-hmm. has the reserves. Right. You've been supporting okay. it. I, I, the way I kind of explain it to patients is like what ends up happening is you're, you have savings financially, and you just have some extra mm-hmm. debt come up. It's not going to bankrupt you. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go down to zero. Right. You've been saving. You've been doing this work. So you have the savings. It's not fun to dip into it, but guess what? You have it. You take it, you pay off, okay. you're good, not to worry about, and you move forward. Right. Okay. How's that sound? Okay. That sounds wonderful. So it's the it's how we allow things to come into our mindset because I'm telling you, I'm just gonna be honest, if someone may laugh about it on the on the broadcast, okay, it's funny, but <clears throat> so what happened to me was I've always loved the the original Incredible Hulk back in the 70s and 80s. But I guess there was a fear that came in as well later on in life, and even right today, if I even think about trying to, there it goes, it's the thought, as you were stating. If I even think about trying to watch it today, then I will lay down, I will have a dream, and then the dream always ends up as the Incredible Hulk chasing me. 
and I always wake up in a whole lot of fear. I'm just being honest. We're being honest, uh, transparent on the on the show, and so um and and so that kind of resonated with me as to what you were saying. It's what we let into our mind is the fear, and then if we fear a certain thing, just, just you know, just like you were stating about the COVID, the COVID did not phase you and what have you, and it really didn't phase me. Not I mean, I was concerned about you know because we have not been into this type of of, of role play where we have to. You know, well, we're supposed to wash our hands anyway, but well, we have to be in this role play where we can't talk to people. We have to have a mask on. Somebody sneeze. People have been fighting. They're fighting on 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 uh, airplanes. They're fighting in public. They're fighting in uh, con- uh, 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 exclusive areas. I'm serious. From the rich down to people with the low income, people have been fighting. They don't want you to sneeze on them. They don't want you to. No one has ever been into this. So the fear has really impacted so many people. Even today, there's still fighting on aircraft. They're still doing it. They're still having conflicts. Don't yawn. Don't don't cough on me. Don't people are still in that fear mechanism. And so I guess that was the reason why I brought that question out because people are still dealing with it. I watch the news. People are still fighting. They're still fearful and they don't want you to touch them. They don't want you to bother them. And that's their right. And so I guess I wanted to ask you that question so they can be able to understand, America can be able to understand as to how to be able to tackle that and don't let the fear in. We have to we have to close those doors to fear. We have to close them. And so <clears throat> I guess the next question with that I would like to ask you, Doctor, is um, how do we create our own rules in life? So even though we cast out the fear, we don't let that door open, and sometimes that can be challenging, especially if a person has just lost their job. Sometimes if a person, you know, I shared on one of the um, um, shows back here about a month ago and things of how this couple was married. They had been married for years. So when their children got grown and what have you, and I asked her, I didn't know who she was, she didn't know me, I said, lady, you have a lot of books in your hand, and so she told me, she said, oh, I have to read now, she said, because she said her husband found out after her sons had went to college that they no longer have anything to talk about, just think about that, that's crucial for someone to just say, okay, our children have kept us here forever together and knitted like a um, a, a spool of, of, of thread and what have you. Now all of a sudden since everybody's gone off to college and the nest is clean, now we no longer have anything to share. And they end up getting divorced. And so these things are important. You're the doctor, not me. And so that's the reason why we're asking you the question. <laughs> so how do we create our own rules for our own life to prevent something like that? You know, I'm serious. That was a sad situation. I felt so sympathy, sympathetic for her. I did not even want to even let go of her hand. We were two different individuals, different cultures, different backgrounds, but I felt kind of a little hurtful and painful for her that she had to go through something like this. You're married to a man for 30-something years, and now all of a sudden the communication stops, and now you have to think for yourself. Come on, you can answer it. I love it. Yeah, it's it's one of the to you gotta. There's so many ways I can go with this. Well, let's go with the first thing. How do you create your own rules, right? So it's it's what uh-huh. we allow. Uh-huh. Understanding the pop. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. Go okay. ahead. Yes. So, yeah. Sorry. So it's one of those things where you think like so. Understanding who we really are and how we choose our own world is based on our beliefs, and beliefs are what determine the codes that we live by to create our reality. And when you understand the power of a belief and what that is, mm-hmm. it constructs everything. 
COVID is a great example right. to use this because science went out the door during COVID. Um, mm-hmm. What science became was consensus science. What consensus science means is that people just agree to something, and then all of a sudden they're like, okay. that's the science. That's not mm-hmm. how science works, not by any means. Okay. Um, but okay. unfortunately, that's what became. I remember I was driving home from Tennessee one day, and I was with my dad, and he was, we were messing around with Siri. He was looking through some stations, and we, he jumped on a Canadian uh, station. I don't know if it was a podcast or just a station that they were talking, and it was about pregnant women potentially taking the, the, taking the, the shot. And long story short, mm-hmm. I said I got really – I was really – I got bothered by it because they're like – a woman asked, is it safe for us to take that? And they said, well, based on, the re, based on, our, based on the, the doctors, they, they all agree that, that it would be safe to use. They're stating something that has no scientific studies whatsoever at that time. Oh, wow. But they're saying mm. it was safe to use. That's called consensus science. And so okay. when, when, when people start to believe in the things, that's why we had all the fights and all the, all the things that were going on before fighting the stats because of belief. What mm-hmm. do they believe? Mm-hmm. You're fighting a belief. When someone has a belief, no matter what you do, you're not going to be able to get them out of that until the belief changes. So if someone, you know, when it comes to people having, like, I, we need to separate each other, well, there's a belief that you have to have to do that. When it comes to even with your own life or money or health or whatever it may be, that belief is going to dictate how that's going to go forth. And, and sometimes we don't realize what these beliefs are because they're limiting. They're subconscious, mm-hmm. which means we're not aware of them. Okay. But in these cases, in these types of situations, if when it comes to when you really step into that power of understanding the belief of what you can choose, you can choose your own beliefs. And from a quantum physics perspective, from a neuroscience perspective, I can support that. And it's one of those things when you step into those realms, all of a sudden that can be now all of a sudden you're living life by your rules of what you want to see happen, what you want to, what you want to experience. And I share this a lot in the mindset world and coaching and what I do with when it comes to for business owners and you know, achieving their dream life. I get into a lot of that. But you can even do this with your health. Like what's your belief on health? Okay. Right? That's okay. going to dictate it. What's your belief uh-huh. on a relationship? That's going to dictate the relationship. What's your belief on XYZ? That's going to dictate that too. Okay. So it's just uh-huh. choosing and be able to be able to have that choice to be like, no, this is what this means. This is what that means for me and really defining it and then holding your ground saying that is what it's going to be for me. That is what makes those changes. That's where you hear miracle stories of people who had like cancer-sized tumors, grapefruit-sized tumors in, in their body, and all of a sudden three mm-hmm. days, a week later, they're gone without any surgery. Okay. I mean, that's okay. the power of what okay. you can do. And I've, I've seen it. I've seen them on x-rays. It's crazy. Um, I say it's crazy because you don't see it often. And it's one of those things that could be a huge game changer and huge shift for individuals, just understanding how powerful we really are. Right. So now let me ask you this question, Dan. So this will be something helpful for the viewers as well and the audience. Okay, so do you, so so we have the power to we have the power to change. We have the power to stop whatever is trying to come in and trying to force us to believe something that perhaps maybe doesn't have any type of credibility to it. Is that what you're uh, uh, conveying over to us? It don't have any type of control over us. We give it power, and we give it control. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, okay. It's That's 100%, fair it's 100% that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, no. we want you to finish that because no, I was gonna say, that it's, is... It is 100% that. Because what we put our focus to, what we put our mindset to, is what we create and experience. So the more we give our power to something, our focus to something, put our mind to something, the more that's going to exist mm-hmm. in our world. And that's why that, that, that belief works. Our beliefs are the, the aspect of it, and what we put our energy to is what we're going to create more in our reality. 
Right. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. So talk to us a little bit about also, um, this is going to be the last question, a little bit uh, if some of the blogs that you would like to share um, on the uh, on the um, on the uh, show with us today or any books uh, uh, that you have published to be able to help the um, listeners and the audience to be able to um, um, read. You know, reading is a good and great therapy. Um, and sometimes it can also calm the nerves. It can calm the senses, especially when we're excited or we, you know, as you stated, we got these beliefs. We let these beliefs in. We, you know, entertain these negative thoughts. We, in, in, uh, you know, entertain these negative um, inputs that are coming in, and then we also have the power to push them back out. But then also we can be able to read, and that's also a therapy as well. So did you want to share any of some of the blogs that could be able to help the readers and the viewers in regards to this? Yeah, I mean, I've written three books, just to be a little biased. So um, <clears throat> those are three good books you can read. One is Rediscover Your Greatness. The second is all about walking in the dark, the darkness that we face in life. And then my recent one was Decoding the Matrix, talking about these kind of things and constructs of subconscious mind, how to reprogram and, and so forth. Um, those are three great ones, but to even even share some, you know, another one um, that has been a, a big game changer for me is Power Versus Force by David Hawkins is a great book because he, he teaches and shares about the levels of consciousness, different levels of con- conscious levels in individuals, and he breaks it down in so many ways. But for those who understand, like, how, you know, in the world of quantum, there everything is vibration. Everything is a frequency. Everything is a consciousness level. Mm-hmm. And where we are at those mm-hmm. things is what we're going to attract and experience. And this book is really the, a good foundation to that, to understand how to take our power back, to choose where we want to experience, what we want to have in our lives, and so much more. Okay, okay, great. So, Dr. Monzo, we thank you so much for being with us on the day on the show. And so we, of course, want you to be able to share with the listeners how they can be able to connect with you, connect with your with your services, also uh, where they can be able to find you on social media if you choose for them to follow you, and as well as to where they can be able to find your books and your publications. You can be able to do that at this time. Oh, thank you so much. So i got two websites. One's health and one's mindset. So my health one is healthbydrvic.com. Um, I talk about some services there. I have a podcast there. I have a free ebook on, <clears throat> excuse me, fasting uh, and the principles of why fasting is so important for us. Um, and then my mindset one is called EmpowerYourReality.com. That's where I do a lot of my mindset stuff. I have a podcast on there, some free resources, uh, like an ebook on visualization. Um, and then those who are like business owners and want to do coaching on that end, they can do it there for the health sites on the Health by Dr. Vic. You can do that. Um, and then social media, you can find it on both websites. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn. Any questions you have or anything, reach out. Love to hear from people. Okay, absolutely. Dr. Monzo, thank you for being in, in the studio with us on today. And you helped to open up a lot of uh, closed, I guess, bridges um, that um, the listeners and the viewers and Americans, uh, of course, would love to be able to learn and know more about because sometimes people don't know where to go to get the resources they do not understand as to why they are going through certain things. I know we had the baby boom during the COVID as well versus back when we had the baby boom back in the 50s or 60s. And so they call them COVID babies. And so sometimes people, they're concerned as to how these things are happening. Where is all of this energy coming from? Where is all of these things are coming from? And so you kind of help 
to be able to open up a lot of understanding to everyone on today in regards to this topic. So thank you once again for being with us. Listeners, you can meet us right back at 11 o'clock a.m. We will be starting our uh, Breast Cancer Awareness um, month, and then we're going to be having Domestic Violence Awareness Month this month. And so we got a lot of amazing ladies and men who have gone through both of these elements uh, that are lined up to be able to help you even further. So once again, Dr. Monzo, thank you for being with us, and have a wonderful day. Likewise. Thank you.